Bar Media. Welcome to the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. That looked like it working. What's up, guys? Uh, this is episode 145 of the Local Podcast. It is Thursday, the f- something teenth of July. Um, <laughs> I think it's I'm, the 16th. Yeah, it is. It's, it's that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I'm sitting with Jennifer and Adam Riley. Jennifer. Doherty. Doherty. I it's hard to say. I know. It's all right. It's I'll all right. just, I'd read everybody's name by what it, what their friends, like what my friends are on Facebook. So everything <laughs> is that. Like, I do that too, yeah. I know people Instagram handles better than I know their actual Yeah, mine's names. long. Jennifer love Doherty. Yeah. I, yeah. So, Sorry. yeah, dude. And your, my phone is Jennifer C. Act. I'll take it. Same. So. Jennifer at Sea Act. I yep. mean, that is who I am. So that so. gives you some background on what we're talking about today. If we actually publish this, <laughs> this limited edition podcasting going on on it's a Thursday. Questionable up here. right now. A little questionable. <laughs> a little too definitely, definitely got some dodgy content coming up. <laughs> um, what's up, guys? You guys doing all right? It's nice. It's nice. It's yeah. nice in here. It's a little warm outside. It's not it's, too bad, but it feels really good in here. Yeah. yeah. I like the view, the window. But let's cut straight to the point. It's Corona times, you're Justin. Right. Yeah, so you're right. You I ask just, what's going on. I was just trying to put some honey on the bread. Okay, just, well. <laughs> yeah, can't come out with that energy out of the gate. <laughs> so, um, what have you guys been doing to just pass the time during this crazy time? Well, um, you know, we struggled for a little while there. We, uh, we went out with a bang with Mama Mia. Yeah. In March. I mean, we squeezed that one out right. by the skin of our teeth. And oh, then yeah. literally the next day, the entire world shut down. Yeah. So we're happy to be some people's last wonderful memories before we all went home. <laughs> right? we it was a big party, the and then we again. all shut down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had to cancel the last show of our season, yeah. which was the end of April. Um, and so then we, we were looking at summer camps and going, what is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, we took some of our uh, youth summer camps online. Yeah. Uh, we did a Zoom platform mm-hmm. in our June camps and actually uh, had some families join and really enjoy it. Um, it's not the same. It's a different experience, yeah. but um, we had very good feedback on that. And uh, in July, we have campers, but we are also at half capacity, fully masked, mm-hmm. lots of hand sanitizer. Yeah. Right now, like, it seems like if you're going to do anything mm-hmm. with a group of people, like, it's you're just going to live in the last handful of scenes of E.T. You're going to be hazmatted <laughs> up. You're going to look like a welder for some reason. Yeah, that traumatized me as a kid. So yeah, dude. That's oh, no. It was, I'm so sorry. It was scary. Yeah, well, don't, don't go to summer camp right now. <laughs> don't let me walk up on an ashy alien. I'm going to know. Oh, like, I know. Yeah. We got to get this dude some Reese's Pieces <laughs> Watch stat. me flashback. Our directors were really cool about it, though. They wrote the masks mm-hmm. and stuff into the little skit show that the kids oh, do. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So they've all got little custom handmade masks that come as a part of the show. It helps the kids remember that they have to wear them. Sure. And then, of course, they have to wear them to be their characters. And so. they get to, like, with that, they're also reinforcing, like, positive memories about wearing the mask. And there's right. a lot of psychological back end Unlike the rest of us that are just, <laughs> yeah, we're just warped for life. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No kidding. We didn't grow up. Talk about a train wreck. No, they're having a great time. Um, so that's going on. We did an online production. That was a lot of fun. Of a show called Almost Maine. 
It was a lot Why of fun. Why don't you tell the fans about it, Um Well, we had Almost Maine's a really easy show to do in a Zoom and a, a quarantined yeah. sort of situation because each scene involves a specific set of people, two to three people only, and those people are only in that scene mm-hmm. in the whole show. So it was very easy to separate out all those little yeah. sequences and do each one individually, whether it was in their own homes, recording uh, with a husband and wife duo mm-hmm. mm-hmm. or sure. friends. Like in my scene, there were three of us and we were all in separate places mm-hmm. and yeah. we all recorded from our own personal computers and we had a great time and watching it all come together was really interesting because we had never done that before it was mm-hmm. it was a fun experiment and you get to see a show that you're in that's right yeah. you never oh, yeah. get to see that the is, show you're yeah, in that you is brought my that thing. up and I was like I get to see the show yeah opening night oh I get to see a show that I'm in whoa <laughs> yeah it was, it was that's great. incredible like that nobody gets that opportunity on the stage like right you can go back and watch video and stuff, but like to be able to do it that quick and be able to adjust mm-hmm. and tweak and I'll tell you the only thing that I missed about it was the cast party. Oh, we didn't have a cast party. Well, we got a cast party. We'll throw we'll throw a hell of a New Year's Eve party. <laughs> Just call it the Seattle yeah. cast party. I am wondering what the big big local coming out party is going to be. Like when this is all said mm-hmm. and done, what's it going to be? I mean, I like to think it's going to be a SEAC production. I would of some love kind. for it to be, yeah. But let's start planning a day. Well, well, we do have a season, believe it or not. Uh, it took a lot of time to, oh, for to sure. get to that point. Um, Adam is on the board and was a part of a lot of this, you know, just struggling with mm-hmm. what can we afford to do? What happens if it tanks? What happens if it cancels? You know, there's a lot of front end expense oh, that goes sure. into this stuff. Yeah. You're in entertainment, you know. So, um, so. August through December, we actually have a series of ver- of small dramatic readings. Some of them will be more robustly staged, sure. but small cast, small crew, very important when you think about the backstage aspect. No kidding. And then, of course, all of the expected distancing and um, sanitization and protocols that you expect from an audience member. And that's... That's a tricky thing to try to orchestrate, too, because not only do you have, like, multiple cast members interacting with props. um, Costumes. You got costumes changing, like, Mm -hmm. super quick downstairs. Right. And if, I mean, there's just a lot of uh, variables involved. Yeah. There's a lot of contact in theater. Oh, it's for, a, for it's sure. a contact sport. <laughs> if you're it doing really it well, is. for sure. Whether you want it. Whether you. Want it <laughs> yeah. makes me think of the Hamilton. Um, oh, right. King George and the Hamilton. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I've not. Oh seen my that. gosh, what is wrong with you? Okay. I mean, when I, I laid in bed for three months and it hadn't come out, and so I was like, all right, dog. <laughs> and now, too bad, it's not. Sorry, there. laying them out. Okay, well, for everyone else in the world who has seen the Hamilton, so King George gets up there and. It's not purposeful. It's just an enunciation kind of a thing. Sometimes you're just very passionate about what you're saying. And there's just literally just drool (laughs) bubbling up at his lips, you know, and everybody in the front row probably wish they had, you know, Mm. plastic over them. It's like a Gallagher show. That's the nature of theater, though. You know, it's not spitting, really, but it's just you got to dig into that character if you're going to portray it well. Yeah, it's a very live emotional experience. And. Um, we did the best we could with Almost Maine. I wouldn't call that a duplication of experience at all. It's a completely it needs, different experience. It needs a lot of tweaking. Right, right. But um, but anyway, we are going to have some live theater experiences. They're just going to be very small, mm-hmm. very sanitary, and very much according to whatever happens to be happening. Because we get a new sure. instruction every week, you know, mm-hmm. about 
how things, whether they're going poorly or better or masks, no masks, you know, I mean, just, it's hard to keep on top of it. Yeah, no kidding. Like, And we want people to feel comfortable when, they, when they're ready to come, we're going to be ready for sure. them. That's all you can do for any of your client base, customers, whatever it is, like in any walk of life, like you've just got to be able to prepare to make people as uh, super comfortable and as least anxious as possible. Because yep. anxious people aren't making a rain. Anxiety you know for I mean? the stage. That's for the people that are the characters. Right. Let's let sure. them carry all that. Yeah. Everybody in the audience should be having a good I got time. Some in that, I got some laying around you can have too. Like <laughs> I don't need all this on me. So then we also have um, two more traditional dramas, also still small, but mm-hmm. they'll be fully scaled um, productions. One is called Ripcord, and the other is called um, Early One Evening at the Rainbow Bar and Grill, which I know probably aren't titles that people have necessarily sure. heard of. Um, they're both comedies. They skew to dark comedy. You know, can you think about yeah. cosmically where we are right now? That kind of <laughs> makes a lot of sense. It's just the time for it. Sure. Um, <laughs> And so those will be in October and March. And then maybe this will be our coming out party. I don't know. We wrap up the season. We pushed it as far away as we could so that we hope everything's back to normal. We want to put um, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat in the Opera House. This will be late April 2021. To wrap everything up. And that'll year. wrap up our season. Well, then you have camps and everything. Right. And then, of course, we'll go into summer camp. And we're just, you know, Please, yeah, hopefully, let's just, yeah. could we all be through this by then? That'd so when the board was picking titles to run through, did was it purposefully done to keep a smaller cast by any means? That, or was it... That would have been... Uh, we had a completely different season completely set up before season. I believe it. So, um, and then we had to decide, okay, we don't... We may not make, you know, we not we may not make a lot of money for C Act this year, but let's not, let's you not, know, lose our. We can't just be dark. We we can't and we can't. No. We that can't, doesn't serve the community. We can't be at all. dark and we can't lose money, you know. So no. let's let's give our our audience let's something to see and let's and let's do smaller shows for sure. Um, let's sort of uh, hunker down ourselves mm-hmm. and just bob and weave like you do in live theater because you never know what's going to happen on stage. Sure. So you have to I'm just, laughing at Hunker I mean, and Bob and Weave. He's just linguistically. <laughs> I love it. You have to do it um, when you're picking shows too. So yeah. we decided on some shows that were smaller, easy to cast, and we could do it with a small cast and crew. And we hope everybody likes them because they're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're some of the smaller ones that we may not have gotten to do for a while now that we're just kind of drawing from. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like when you're looking at, for you guys, a large part of how you operate is ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you can only put people every six feet, your ticket sales get mowed down by what I would assume is close to 60 to 65%. Oh my goodness. If not higher. At the opera house, it's probably closer to about 30%. Yeah. Of seating. Of seating available. Um, which so it really just kicks the opera house right out of the yeah it's out of the gate it's gone it's but, not there I mean it's almost like and this conversation uh, I don't know you know it would be amazing what would be amazing Justin? it would be an amazing if you could get with what's his face Marshall Perry and say hey man <laughs> we need to make this happen because we are a city staple of entertainment and theater That's and very true. stagecraft so yeah. you have very this true exciting stage and you have this huge venue that we can put our normal i don't know cultural arts center crowd in Mm -hmm. comfortably where they can be spread out and see everything like they've got the production value there 
They just got to let you borrow the keys for a week. Well, and, you know, SEAC's been around for going on 47 years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those conversations have been had oh, okay. in the past. Yeah. Um, I think that when you get down to brass tacks, there are expenses associated with being in the opera oh, house. Oh, for sure. And someone's, someone is expected to cover those. Yeah, I get and, that. Um, so, so far it's the act. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you go to so the civic far. center and then you're able to still make your money on tickets. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, man, we can't do this at full scale, but can we just change it? Can we just move it across the street? You guys are still getting the rent check for it. And it's less, uh, it takes some of the bottom end out of the waves economically mm-hmm. for them. Well, the smaller dramas that I was talking about are actually right now scheduled for a room that can barely hold 45 seats. Oh. Um, simply because once you get to the six-foot distancing, it yeah. doesn't matter if your capacity is 100, 120. No. Um, I think that this schedule of small dramas, what it does for us is it gives us some flexibility mm-hmm. um, where we might be able to move if it looks like things sure. are coming back and people can come and we're going to fill mm-hmm. more seats. Um, but it's not going to kill us if something else happens. So if you've got a Titanic show, which is something that might be in the range of 40 to $60,000 and it's a mama Mia and Mm. it's coming at you, you've got about as much control over that as you did over the Titanic. You know, you can't turn that sucker. You Mm. can't postpone it. You can't hold it. You can't. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to stay on the small end of things. Um, hopefully until Joseph and, I mean, if things change sooner, you know, maybe there are some things we can do. I think it's important, though, you know, our mission isn't just to do something for the audiences. It's also a creative outlet for those people that 100%. are backstage and on stage. Yeah. So when you look at going dark for, you know, which essentially other than the camps, we've been dark since March 15th, mm-hmm. that fateful day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going nuts for a little while. Yeah. When I was... I have my own set of problems going on during this whole thing, but I was, it was probably, it was before the 15th. I was already stir stir Oh yeah. You were having problems. Yeah. I was, I was out (laughs) on medical leave. We'll call it that. Uh, no, people are going to think I was on like suicide watch or something. I mean, I figure they know. I mean, if you don't know by now, if you haven't dedicated a podcast to your story, then you're missing out. I came in here once and did a podcast about travel and then started a story and forgot to finish it. And then, (laughs) One of my buddies, like it was because the guests had obviously like I do this for the guests benefit, not necessarily <laughs> mine. Like I can drop one of these things at midnight on a Wednesday if I want. Like, uh-huh. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But this lady, her story was a lot more important to me than a story that I had heard slash told yeah. a dozen times, even though it's hilarious. It's episode like 141 or two. Uh, check that out. But no, I've not discussed I don't think I've done one. I'll do one. Well, we should let people know that you basically hurt your foot. Yeah. I shattered shattered my heel yeah. in a Mardi Gras celebration. We don't accident. want them to yeah. be real concerned about. I was stone sober before he started sending me those emails. Like, <laughs> oh, you cut back on the abuse. <laughs> cut back on your abuse. Um, I, it's almost like they've met you. Yeah. Well, I haven't drank since Lent 2019 <laughs> is the problem. Like <laughs> That is the problem. <laughs> like People remember like psychopath drunk Justin. <laughs> and now that like I am not, I mean, I'm still a lunatic. By that made that medical sure. leave long time. Didn't yeah, it? dude, it was, it was very boring uh, for and a lot of days. you didn't even get to come see Mama Mia. No, uh, I didn't see nothing. I saw my bedroom 
I was in bed till the beginning. No, probably mid-May. So Justin's been dark since February. February 22nd to the middle of May. I would have been trying to get out of the house. Oh, I had a hammock strung up in the backyard. I would wake up. I would eat some breakfast and I would use my walker and go to the hammock and just that's where I'd work. You know, I love staying at home until somebody tells me I can't. And then I'm like... Or I want to do everything. Oh, or that you have to. Or that I, yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Who's, I love staying at home until somebody says that I can't, oh, can't leave. you can't go out. I can't okay, go out. Sorry. Whew. Sorry. Uh, that uh, just went yeah. right over my head. But yeah, as soon as I am told that I can't leave, then I want to leave. And yeah. I think that's why everybody's going stir crazy, you yeah. know? Yeah, everybody feels like they're grounded for the first time it in is, a long yeah. time. I will say we had some good news. We actually did a little bit of a, I call it an internal survey, just our um, e-newsletter people. Um, we asked them when they think they might be ready to come back to the theater, sure. get out of the house, do something. And there's a good percentage of people that are ready. Like they are like ready. They want to cut. If we had something tomorrow, they'd be there. Um, the vast majority of them are pretty much what you would expect. Mm-hmm. We were asking them about fall and they said, yeah, if there's some protocols in place. Yeah, sure. I, I want to do something in the fall. Um, probably the most disappointing part of it is that about 15% of them said not till there's a vaccine. Yeah. So Adam being on the board was also part of the discussion of what do we look at annually, not just for what we're going to put out there, but from a budget standpoint, Mm -hmm. we know there are just going to be some people that aren't going to feel comfortable for a while. And so you don't need to invest in a bunch of high, high costing shows. Right. Because you won't recoup that investment. Exactly. That's just good business. It's almost like you've been in entertainment before. I mean, <laughs> I've been in a lot of things before. Yeah. Trouble but we're still going to have some fun. We had fun with Almost Maine. It I think we fun. all connected as a cast, even though we didn't really get to spend time with we each did. other. I know it was probably our, our, our scene mates more than anybody, yeah. really. Um, I really enjoyed working with my cast, my scene mates. And His scene was, was great. He we was had a good time. just a sad, so, forlorn person in a sad. bar. Is, do you guys save that and put it on a YouTube channel anywhere? Or... Well, because you should. We wish we could. Why can't you? Because oh, they are licensed. Gotcha. So, you know, well, when you go to YouTube and you look for something and it says, I'm sorry, this is no longer here because the people got mad and we had to take it down. Sure. So we were licensed for one viewing window and it came and it went. Um, there might be a documented copy in the office just for posterity. <laughs> just so that we can make sure that we're you doing it right. You might have to cut right. that. Dude, um, some, nah, you just, sometimes when you're uh, when you're gearing up for a big game, you got to go back and look at some tape. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Like you, you are allowed like, to do like 30 to 60 seconds. It depends on the contract for promotional use. Sure. So we need, you know, B-roll. We'll call yeah. it B-roll. Yeah. It's just B-roll in the office. I'm supposed to, I got asked to go, I'm not going to talk this, talk about, I'm not recording this actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say, tell that story. You guys can just text me and don't text me. I'll <laughs> delete your numbers. Um, can you put it out there where we can find it somewhere? <laughs> no, I'll just tell you before you leave. Um, I don't mind you guys knowing, but I hate my audience, so they can't know anything. Ooh. <laughs> um, I figure if I just, I don't know, if I just start harassing them mm-hmm. via podcast, it'll get a lot more engaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Conflict is like this where the story is. Double edged sword. Yeah, but that's not me. Like, I'm just like, come hang out. Yeah. If you drink. Dude, I got joints from uh well rooted on my desk like first thing you offered me through the door yeah dude take the edge all the way off we're gonna be recording i don't want you being a nervous nelly you know what i mean do you get nervous people oh my god i don't know this just doesn't make me nervous run through the catalog there's a couple people that you're like him hurt wow what oh there's a I mean, I, I am always worried of all the stupid things that I'm going to say. Well, I know but, that I know yeah, that if, the first time I do anything, I'm always really nervous. But then the next time I do it, I'm 
now that I know what's going to go on, sure. mm-hmm. I'm fine. It's always the unpreparedness. It's always the, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know. Right. And then it's, I'm all kinds of nerves, but like now, I mean, we're just, here, I've done this a couple of times, you know. Yeah, so. that's kind of like did being one, on stage. We did one. You, we did one with you over the phone, right? Yeah, it was me and Charlene did it over yep. the phone. Um, yeah, we've. It's crazy. We just try to make people connect with each other and yeah, get I all mean, the info out. It's like out. theater, Justin. It's almost just like theater. I mean, there's. I got less curtains. Actually, no, there's <laughs> one more behind me. <laughs> Window treatment. Yeah, and they have to be fireproof and. Mine don't. You know, all that stuff. I'm sprinkled. My stage is sprinkled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would ruin all of that. Yeah, I have like candles burning on the table. Like I'm, I don't know. I've got a lot. uh, There's a lot of things I got to do up here to tighten it up a little bit. But it's working really well so far. The space is uh, pretty awesome. It's a good space. I feel very comfortable here. Well, let everybody know how to get involved with SEACT, where to find you on Instagram, Facebook, and... okay. The internet. Oh, I hope I can remember all that stuff. Okay, well, website is basic. SEACT.com, S-E-A-C-T, Southeast Alabama Community Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is SEACT Dothan. Yep. Twitter is SEACT Tweets with one T. Um, probably use that platform the least amount. But anyway, um, what we are looking for now, since we do have a new season, mm-hmm. is season ticket members. Yeah. We'd love for people to... Um, get in on the front end of that, especially since it sounds like seats might be limited. How, <laughs> much, uh, <laughs> how much are season tickets? Well, the starting is you can get one season ticket, which is one ticket for every mm-hmm. production we put on is uh, 135 Okay. Every season ticket purchase comes with a donation. So mm-hmm. you've got your donation to the organization and then you get your tickets. Yeah. It's really our biggest fundraiser. It's kind of how we front the season. But... I would be remiss if I didn't recognize our cornerstone sponsors oh, for this 100%. season. Can I do that? Yeah, girl. Heck yeah. Um, Most of them are on here all the time anyway. Well, I hope so because um, they're all great people. Sun South Bank, mm-hmm. first of all, has um, they are starting their f- sixth year with us, fifth year with us. Um, have really appreciated them. They're very engaged. Um, they've traditionally done holiday dinner theater. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, it's more underwriting the season. Um, and then also Woods Culpepper. Oh, man. Home Helpers. Longtime supporter. That's exactly right. Um, and uh, he just is very personally passionate about theater and oh, yeah. the arts for the community. And then um, finally, Danny and Mary Helen Richards, mm-hmm. who are long-time sea actors. Absolutely, yeah, they're lifers. Yeah. So they've been on stage, backstage, in front of the stage, on the board. They've done all kinds. I of see things. them all over the place. Incredibly can... talented family. Is there any other ones? Um, those are the three I have so far. I'm in the middle of fundraising, Justin. So you know, ask me back. I mean, <laughs> let's get it. You got some cash. All well, the cool people sponsor us. Yeah, the cool people sponsor us. The saying is when they want to. So I'll put that I mean, pressure on you. <laughs> I've already, dude. I've sponsored two seasons already. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm planning on doing this one. And really, when you do season tickets, you are sponsoring. You know, you're yeah. really helping us um, get the work done. And your name goes in the playbill sometimes. Your name goes in the playbill. That's right. Yeah. So um, get famous. Like you're part of the be, crew. Might be an electronic playbill this season. You Listen, know, save that paper, girl. Having the stuff. You well, can't make you know, that paper if you're giving it away. It's virus transfer. It's all about virus yeah, transfer. Yeah, you can't be cross-contaminating so. folks. Can't be doing that. Can't recycle anything, but that's okay. No. Um, if you don't have a mask, we'll have one for you. We're just going to be ready to receive people when they're ready to walk through the door. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys out there in uh, internet land, get off Facebook. Quit harassing each other. <laughs> and uh, 
Get into some sea act. At Do least it now. Uh, Thank you. Get Do some of that energy me. out, guys. You guys are, <laughs> seem very uh, pent up out there. So, um, dude, I appreciate you guys coming in. I appreciate you. Thanks having for having us. Yeah, I'd no love problem. To come by anytime and just hang out with the. You know, we kick it, man. We the kick it. And all kinds of <laughs> we kick it with both feet up in the local <laughs> office. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up and I'll go back and drop in my sponsorships. Thanks, Hot's Deli and Well Rooted. Uh, you guys are super, super supportive of everything we're doing. So more bomb um, people are awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah, guys, that's episode 145. 145, because I forgot the other day. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I will catch y'all in a week or so. Holla. How does this mouse work? This is what I just yell in the background. All right. Um, man, it's really fun being able to have people just drop into the office whenever and knock out a podcast. Um, Adam and Jennifer came by cause they're working on some stuff and I'm always working on stuff. So we decided we work on stuff together. Um, but yeah, I'll go back and let everybody know, uh, exactly what happened to this old raggedy foot. Um, if you don't know, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show or, honestly don't listen to this thing once I record it uh not all the time sometimes I do anyway start to finish uh February 22nd I was getting ready for the parade the crew of Colossus Mardi Gras parade you can hear all about that on various episodes of this show and when we were getting ready to set off to begin the parade I noticed there was a bunch of uh wires and sound cables hanging out from under our float and um yeah just laying in the street basically where they were about to get run over by the rear tires of the trailer and so i intervened and jumped off the trailer to tie up those cables and when i landed i shattered my entire heel on my left foot um luckily for me christy was with me And she took me to the house where I laid on the couch for about three minutes and realized that wasn't going to suffice and that I needed to go seek actual medical professionals. Yeah, I sat in the emergency room and uh, watched the entire parade from a phone. Uh, Yeah, but once that happened, uh, it it was surgery on the 2nd of March. No doing nothing until the 14th or so or 16th or 18th of March. They took off my original post-surgery band-aid situation cast thing. And then I got put in a hard cast until April 15th or 20th or 25th. I can't remember. And then I got put in a boot after that for another month. And the majority of this is all just me laying down. Um, I was on bed rest from basically February 22nd until mid, no, early May, probably. Anyway, so I'm just now starting PT. Thanks to everybody at Health Actions across the street over here. Like their staff has been incredible. Um, Every time I leave there, I feel like I've gotten 10% better. So, I mean, that reason to stand, that, that stands to 
reason that I should be able to go in there like six more times and be done, right? I don't, I don't actually think that's how that works, but it definitely works. Uh, late days in the office. It's almost six o'clock by now. Good Lord. Anyway, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Well Rooted. They sponsor this thing as well as Hot's Deli. If you ever have any questions or need anything uh, CBD related, I encourage you for sure to check out Well Rooted. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Get Well Rooted. Um, and Hot's Deli, at Hot's Deli on everything. Um, the best, freshest, always baked sandwiches that you can get in the city. And, um, dude, it's delicious. Don't sleep on that chicken salad. Don't sleep on those brownies, dude. Remember, uh, I don't know if they're going to get mad at me for telling you all this, but Every April 20th, they give away brownies to celebrate anniversaries and such. So, uh, yeah, mark your calendars because it's going to come back around. You might have to wear a mask to get it, but, I mean, it's going to be delicious. Anyway, 145, dudes. Uh, thanks for sticking it out for the long haul. And, um, yeah, hit me in the DMs if you guys want to know about anything in particular, if you want us to heavily pursue a guest to the point where they we follow them to their homes um yeah let me know i'm open for just about anything holla chill boy if you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on facebook instagram or twitter at the local podcast